Carrots, not sticks. Such is the favored status of farmers on either side of the Atlantic. Government food supply reforms will rely on the carrot, rather than the stick. EU consumers too expect governments to take a lead and use incentives, not taxes, to encourage sustainable farming and foods. But the EU's commitment to grow the organics market will need to be backed up financial support, under its common agricultural policy and concrete actions by national governments, according to the sector's trade body. In the US, policymakers are also more supportive than ever of organic labeling and what's now a $50 billion industry, but more will need to be done to help farmers transition to regenerative agriculture. The sector needs to drive significant efficiencies in supply chains and scale alliances of farmers, producers, distributors, and retailers if the organic movement is to dominate the food market by 2050. Faced with the world's ultimate existential problem, U.S. business and political leaders look to the market to produce the agri-food tech equivalents of a Henry Ford or Elon Musk. However, there is also a role for enlightened incentives to spur innovation. Federal tax deductions for designers and builders of energy efficiency buildings indicate how well-targeted measures might transform the food chain. Venture capitalists are plowing cash into the sector. In 2020 agri-food tech startups are estimated to have raised more than $30 billion a third up on the previous year. That confidence was underlined early in the year when, amid the uncertainty of the impending pandemic, Impossible Foods was still able to raise $500 million. Earlier funding rounds have been heavily biased towards the last mile of the food chain. Lockdowns and restaurant closures further boosted those disruptors of food delivery, retailing and service, from Deliveroo and e-grocery to the cloud or dark kitchens of Keats, Karma or Gautier. But they and their bloated war chests don't serve the sustainable food revolution yet 2020 was significant. For the first time more investment went upstream towards the farm and food supply chain, $15.8 billion, compared with $14.3 billion downstream investment.